Welcome to Gotta Cast Them All, a Pokemon podcast by Foul Entertainment. I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this podcast is making a return. Woo! It's been a while since the release of uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. We pretty much played those things to death. Michael still hasn't used the Catholic playthrough. No, but that's... I will claim victory, Michael. It's okay. I think you would have won. I think you would have won because I was just having a horrible time. I had a great, I had a great time on my Catholic playthrough, so it would have been hard for you to, if you to try and beat yeah. me there, Michael. But Let, uh, let's just preemptively say Darren is the winner of the first challenge. Uh, but there will be challenges where we can use Sun and Moon coming soon, hopefully. Yeah, when we get Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Ultra Soon. <laughs> ultra Soon. I remember saying yeah, Ultra Soon. Yeah, it's a great meme. I love it. Uh, but we reconvened this um, podcast to talk about. Pokemon Go's one year anniversary. Yeah, in kind of a new way of doing sort of things like this. Uh, essentially, Pokemon uh, Gotta Cast More was like a, a news podcast, essentially, that yes. culminated in a review. And then it's sort of been dormant for six months whilst we've just, you know, been enjoying the game and other things. Yeah. Pokemon Go, though, we did do one episode on it, and I felt like there was a lot of stuff we didn't touch on and a lot of stuff that has happened since that really puts that podcast into an outdated territory. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go back and I wanted to talk more about uh, certainly the most recent events uh, in Pokemon Go. So, Darren, um, legendaries have happened, finally. We did finally get them to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Pokemon uh, Niantic sent out a lot of things. We got the Ash um, Hat Pikachu, um, which has now gone away, but they've also kept Pikachu spawns quite frequent. So now is a good time to finally catch that Raichu if you haven't got one because there are Pikachus. Everywhere in Birmingham, um, and we also had yeah the a few events had been planned um, all around the world. The main one was going to take place in Chicago, Pokemon Go Fest, um, and it was heavily implied basically that this was going to be the start of Legendary season. Um, the first one was actually Lugia, which is a bit weird that the first Legendary announced from the second generation. Um, yes, they completed a task at Pokemon Go Fest. Well, we'll come on to Pokemon Go Fest. Yes. I, I think Pokemon Go Fest deserves its own little notch. It does. This- so we're going to be talking about that because, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's start with talking about... Well, that's it, what spawned Ludia into the world. Yeah. And then Team Mystic did something at Pokemon Go Fest. I'm still not entirely sure of the details, but it meant that Articuno was put into the world, um, into raid battles. So you go and catch it. Um, yes, that's, that's something that's happened um, just before. Again, because we've got, we've got quite a lot that's happened in Pokemon Go before this. Yeah. So, you know, we've had Gen 2 now, which yep. is interesting. We've had raid battles, which has certainly put a different spin on things and made things a little bit fresher. Um, and then we've had many and other things that have happened where Niantic have basically broken their game. Several times over. Yep. Every time they do a major update, it tends to fuck up. My game still crashes regularly. Yeah. Like, it's a daily occurrence still. It's not as bad anymore at getting into the game. Most times it's good getting in. It's just if I start to do anything too quickly, or yeah. particularly raid battles in the last few weeks yeah. have been hit and miss, up to the point where the raid battle will start and then I'd be booted out of the game. That pleased me greatly. Yeah, it's it's still a buggy experience. And although I think, on the whole, we still enjoy the game, mm-hmm. it's not a good game. No. One year on, there are problems that have not been fixed. And I think the legendary bird stuff has really highlighted both the best and worst of this game yeah um but just a quick talk about our experiences because we now both have articuno you have two yes i only have the solitary one we've both been successful in catching lugia 
It's not entirely clear how long he's sticking around for. Presumably as long as the birds are in it. So probably by the end of Zapdos, maybe Lugia gets swapped out for Ho-Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll find out. Well, I called Articuno first out of everybody in our little group um, because I was... I, I The day he came out, or it might have been the day after, actually, I work in the middle of Birmingham, so I got off my tram at half eight. I start work at nine. I was particularly early that morning. Um, and I was halfway to my route to work, down towards uh, the campus that I work on, and Articuno turned up at the Snow Hill Station. I was about literally a halfway point between work and Snow Hill Station, so I had a decision to make. I can either go to work and get there early and start work um, ahead of schedule and get a lot of emails answers before 9 o'clock, or turn and run back to Snow Hill. So I was sprinting up the hill <laughs> um, as fast as my little legs could carry me, got to Snow Hill Station, there were two other people there that were clearly Pokemon Go people because they were stood still looking at their phone and not moving quickly away from the train station. Yes. And having never actually participated in a gym battle up to this point, let alone a raid battle, wow. this was literally my first experience was going head-to-head with the Articuno. Shit. But I was like, it's important to me that I catch it. I have now caught a Venusaur, my all-time favourite Pokemon I have him. Articuno is second. So I was like, if there's a, if it's a choice between running towards a Lugia and running towards Articuno, I'm running towards Articuno every single time. Articuno mullered all three of us. Absolutely white the four of us. I, I'm level 20, I'm 26, 27 at this point. I think the 32 was the highest of all three of us. He wiped the floor of us, we didn't even dent him. And I was a bit disheartened. I was like, well, I'm clearly not going to catch a legendary Pokemon. It's not going to happen. Went to work. Later on that day, I was leaving work. Um, and one cropped up on my route home. I was like, ooh, ran there. Not living Guinea. There was about 40 people there. All on the this little roundabout, which was kind of cramped. I was like, ooh, okay, this could be good. Um, had to lie to my girlfriend, telling her that I was still stuck at the office. <laughs> I, could, I didn't have the bottle to tell her straight away what I'd done. Um, and I was like, I have to meet you at the, at the tram, sweetie. She's like, that's no problem. Love you. Love you. Right, let's cast this bitch. Um, <laughs> and frankly, it took a few tries to get people convinced to join a big group. But eventually there was 20 of us. We all mobbed this fucker. And we beat him. And I thought that was it. I thought you beat him. From the trailer, it looks like you beat him and you get him. If your team is successful, everyone gets to the legendary Pokemon. Not so much. You're just given the chance to catch him. Thankfully, the good news is I was able to catch him, I think, on the third ball I threw. Not knowing at the time how bad the catch rates are on them. Even with Golden Raspberries. I did catch him. I was very, very happy about that. Great. My Lugia experience didn't go as well. Um, I actually was walking to a Chinese restaurant with my brother. Um, and he turned up on a route and I was like, Oh, we have to wait here. It'll only take me two minutes. 20 minutes later, having enjoyed a bunch of people that I can only describe as dregs of society, <laughs> when I was stood to the side of them, like, playing, like, waiting for them all to get in a group, and then one of them clocked that I was looking at my phone, I went, are you in too? I was like, oh, fuck, this is the lowest of my low point. Yes! Um, <laughs> let's do this. We all successfully beat him. I got to have a chance to catch him, but I ran out of balls. Did not get him at all wasted 20 minutes of my brother's Chinese eating time and that did not please him whatsoever so I felt cooler in my life than that but that that kind of sense of the everyone working together has been sorely missed for me at least up until this point in Pokemon Go so that part was quite quite enjoyable now you've had a different tact very slightly although I do agree that the the spirit of the first week of the game Yes. Not, not in the strength of the first week of the game but it's very much back the people that are still here are now very committed yeah you know, everyone who was just like the, you know, oh, it's the thing to do this week to play Pokemon Go, they've all long departed. But yeah. 
everyone who stick around there into it. It is foreign to me to be one of the lower ranked people when I'm entering right. raid battles. Now, I'm level 31. I'm about to clock into 32. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'm basically an untouchable Pokemon god. Oh boy, I met a couple today where I caught my second Articuno. They are 38 and 39 respectively Jesus. for the levels. They must clearly do nothing. They're a retired couple, which is what shocked me the most. They're a retired couple who fucking love Pokemon Go. Wow. Who know the, the battle engines in and out more than I do. Who know the type matchups off the top of their heads. Should we get them on this podcast? They, seem they could do the podcast better than us. Hell yes. More oh, than oh, we oh, ever oh, could. Okay, maybe I not. genuinely thought this was our generation's thing. I'm wrong. And I'm genuinely loving that. Yeah. I think that's one of the greatest strengths of this game is it's very much opened it up to older audiences as well as younger audiences. It's it's a big... If anything, I see more older people playing Pokemon Go than I do kids, which is yeah. kind of insane. The entire people we were catching Luju with are all, on the most part, older than me. One guy was even saying, like, I've caught two of these today, one for me and one for my wife. Now I'm catching one for my daughter. Um, and yeah, that was basically the whole sentiment that everyone already had them. But they were catching them there for their kids, their cousins, their nephews, whoever. The people who are still playing are Pokemon Mega fans or Go enthusiasts, yes. essentially. And there's no real other divide for that. No. But the community is fantastic. Mm-hmm. We, we joined up with a raiding party today. We had 20 people. We absolutely mullered a Articuno in about a third of the clock time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I caught it in, I think it was in the first five balls, something like that. My first one, my first one was caught after a crushing defeat at the hands of Lugia, um, which was at uh, St Paul's Cathedral in Birmingham Mm -hmm. Uh, and we had like you about 40 people we had two parties of 20 at least doing it mullered Lugia and then three shakes on every ball fucker still got away after 11 balls Articuno one ball critical capture Bastard. That's what you want. That was that was the best. That thing. is sweetest punch. I know. Right? I must admit, my raid battle I was basically just running around the outside whilst all the big boys <laughs> took care of me. <laughs> you were just giving them moral support. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Go on, lads. Oh, weekly tough staring doesn't matter. Keep going. In hindsight, we probably should have better prepared for this by you know actually getting a golem that can last two minutes. <laughs> yeah, my golem's awful. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. weaker than my geo dude. It's like a hundred. It's not good. But I needed one. Um, yeah, but, and, and this is why we kind of wanted to talk about it. So that's all the good aspects of it. This week has really shown that, yeah, that, that spirit is still there. And when there's something like this, a timed thing that everyone needs to get out and do together, because you can't beat this thing by yourself. I don't think even a, a party of five can do it. You need to be mob-handed. You I, need to bum-rush this guy. I would say that your bare minimum for an Articuno type is about eight people. You can do it with eight just a bit. And you need high level people that know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, or if you can get a full party of 20, you'll basically mull or anything. Yeah, you will. Um, and that's the really good stuff. And that's what we want to be praising. But this is this is the unfortunate truth. Is that they haven't, in the year they've had to kind of refine things. I don't know what the fuck Niantic is doing. Because they haven't refined anything. No. It's still buggy as fuck. It still doesn't work properly a year into the cycle. There is no video game I think we would forgive. I don't think I'd necessarily forgive this game for it if it was that buggy that far into development. Kind of principally highlighted with what happened at Pokemon Go Fest. So, yeah. I've been waiting to talk about oh, this. You know what, Mike? You probably know more than me, so I'll let you henceforth. So Pokemon Go Fest uh, was supposed to be the big flagship one anniversary big event Cheap tickets are like $20 tickets that people can get into Grant Park in Chicago. 
to come and catch rare Pokemon mm-hmm. with the, again the high probability of we're, we're probably going to release <laughs> legendaries yep. on this day. That was inevitably the plan. So people get in uh, at about so priority entry because they've had a lot of per- YouTube personalities. Again, the Pokemon Go YouTube community is still pretty much going. Yeah, I didn't. I was watch. I was doing my research about this. I was watching a load of videos earlier. Uh, and there's a lot, there's a big community around this still. Mm. I didn't realise it. I don't know any of these people. But I do now. Um, so they get to go in first. And for the first, I'd say, half an hour, things seem to be going pretty well. So uh, Heracrosses are showing up. Yeah. Which obviously is a, not a regional exclusive for, mm-hmm. for the Americas. And neither it is for us, actually. Nope. So that was pretty cool. They're like, oh, okay, we're getting Heracrosses. They got unknowns that were spelling out Chicago. It was like, That's that, cool. It's really cool. Like, you're getting... Uh, special in-game items. If you scan a certain code, you got given a physical, like patch of the medal that you get for attending Pokemon Go Fest in the oh. game. Like, oh, that's cool. Then general entry happens. People have been queuing up since about six o'clock in the morning, probably. It wow. maybe even before that. This was just a couple of people they spoke to, right? And were queuing of anywhere upwards of three hours to get Oof. into a public park. That's ridiculous. To go and play Pokemon uh-huh. Go. The facilities were dreadful. So they had team areas where you can go and recharge. They were basically massive gazebos. Wow. With benches and beanbags in. No places to charge your phone. If you didn't bring a pack, you're fucked. Ah, well. Which is just... Just Just the best. Yeah. And, of course, the big elephant in the room. Now, apparently Niantic had already gone on record as saying that we've contacted the, the mobile companies to make sure that you've all got enough data. Yeah. And they've all said... Yes, we can handle it. But obviously Niantic and uh, Pokemon Company have a partnership with Sprint, I think it is in America. Right, yep. And Sprint sent one of their like mobile towers out to make yeah. sure they got some coverage. So That's good. But that was the only company that did it. Ah. There is therein lies the problem. There was twenty thousand people all congregated in one area. Yeah. Using their phones one hundred percent of the time. Right. How in the fuck, mm-hmm. do you not think it's a good idea to go, this is exactly how many people we're going to be bringing to this event. They will all be using 4G, 3G, whatever they can use, whatever network, whatever bandwidth is available yep. to play this game. As soon as general entry started, so literally an hour into the event, yep. crashes, bugs, yep. Pokemon that are caught but then are deleted from the accounts. Oh. Just... A myriad of bugs. Bugs right. that have been in this game since day fucking naught. Right. Still affecting them on the massive celebration. Yeah. People had to take to the stage. The presenters had stuff thrown at them because they were they were trying to put a positive spin. Like, oh, so some of you might be having connection issues. And people are chanting, we can't play, fix the game. John Hankey, who's the president of um, Niantic, gets booed onto the stage. Oh. Not Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. It genuinely felt like a turd in a Christmas box. That's that's. If anything, that is the image that is conjured up by this thing. It's the Dashcon of Pokemon events. The what? Uh, Dashcon was a, a terrible um, convention for people who like Tumblr that essentially oh. got nearly got evicted from their own thing and was held at ransom because they didn't pay any fees. Ah, basically, it's that level of dreadful. And. There's no excuse for it anymore because they're not... Niantic aren't now a small company. They might have struggled to expand at the rate they needed to. But they've been making a lot of money, right? Yeah. And it seems that they don't want to put any of that money back into smart places. 
and then get surprised when things don't work. I think hopefully this is the... Sorry to interrupt you there. No. I hope that this is the biggest wake-up call, especially that, that Niantic need, mm. to go to a place in person to touch pace with your with your player base for the first time mm. and for everyone to be so miserable, so pissed off and saying, look, you are not making this game any more fun and we only feel obligated to play the game not because of you, not because of Niantic, but because this is a Pokemon game yeah. and this is a license that we care about. Mm. So why haven't Nintendo pulled the reins yet? I don't know. Nintendo have not... I mean, I imagine that they've been cashing in on that dollar-dollar bills, oh, y'all. God, yeah. Well, that's the thing. When it first came out, everyone bought shares in Nintendo. And then they didn't need to come out, but people clocked, wait, Nintendo didn't make this. <laughs> this is Game Freak and Niantic's doing. And then everyone sold their shares in Nintendo <laughs> pretty straight away. But you are right. They're, they're notorious for quality control. I know they've been getting better recently of kind of letting their characters out. So, like, uh, the Mario Rabbids crossover. That looks good, uh, actually. It does, right? The Mario jump stuff on on your phone and the talk that we had of the Zelda um, Netflix thing that kind of went away. So I don't think it's real. but I hope it is. Oh, God, I hope it is. But uh, there we go. You'd think they would have come in hard on them Nintendo are ride or die motherfuckers they do not take this shit lightly and yet they haven't and Niantic have kind of had to now cancel a lot of events they had planned all of the Europe stuff has now been delayed did we have something in Chester I feel like that happened already we did it was like a heritage walk thing right and that wasn't really massively effective mainly because I don't think Niantic had that much of a hand in it other than just setting it up and putting a specific graphic on some of the poker stops, right? Because it wasn't any. It wasn't to do with raiding or gyms. It was you just walked around and collected stuff. So it was oh, just so a massive amount like... of people playing the game. Right. Okay. I mean, gyms are another thing because gyms have had a massive overhaul recently. For the better, I think. Yeah. They, they now run a lot better, and now um, they're actually poker stops now. Yeah. So the poker stops. The I mean, the balance system's not been improved, but it's at least more fun to partake in gyms yeah. now because you can actually hold it. Yeah. Unlike the days where there'd be the ten. The ten gyms full of Gyaradoses and Blisses that you just absolutely could not take down. You're mm-hmm. only allowed one type of Pokemon in each one. You're only allowed six, like a traditional gym. It's way better. Yeah. So why is it taking them a year to do that, but not to improve the game, not to introduce trading? Mm-hmm. Not... Yeah, where the fuck is that? Yeah, where's trading? Ridiculous. No, there's, there's no PvP. Nope. It's all like you leave something and the computer does the work for you. Yes. It's the most one-sided single-player multiplayer game yeah. that has ever come out. And it feels like they're not... Like, trading in PvP would only help that community grow more. Because just this week, having had the legendary birds to go and catch, it shows it's alive and well, and people are willing to congregate and come together to do stuff like this. So if you made trading like something you could only do within a set vicinity of a gym, that would be a good way around it. You give people a central... You know, location to come and trade. You can go there. You can get your stuff done, and you can leave. That will just help naturally build this community. And again, PvP as well. But they, again, I don't know what they're doing. Are they just so hurriedly getting the Ruby and Sapphire expansion ready to get Gen Three ready to go before the end of the year? Which I think we'll get. I think it would have been roughly about a year, six months to a year since Silver. What since it launched? Since, since, no, since Gen Two. It would have been about six months between... There's, I had a look. It's, it was seven months exactly between launch day and the introduction of Gen 2. Right, so that means we're about... Mm. Well, that came out in February, so... Okay, so uh, that means one, two, three... Oh, so eight months. Eight months, sorry. 
eight months. So that'd be yeah, November time. We can we can look to get that. So are they so hurriedly getting that ready and expanding it yet again, which will only bring more bugs than fixing the the kind of the the shit that needs to be fixed since day one. That's worrying. That shows that they have other intentions at heart over the making a good game, which is not good going. Um, and like I said, they're having to really put their tail in there. They've been sued, as far as I know. I, I, read, I forgot about that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read that they were going to try and some players that had, like, you know, specifically flown out to Chicago and got um, accommodation were going to try. I think I read something today where they've successfully sued Niantic. Let's they've check. got their money. Have a quick look, Maggle. But yeah, they've got their money back. And Oh, no, Niantic gave people's money back. They refunded right. every single ticket. Right. From Pokemon Go Fest, essentially, which which ranges, it's upwards of $20 for a ticket. I don't know how much the priority ones were, but basic right. entry was $20. They've given everybody who attended that festival, who's clocked in, $100 worth of free poker coins. And this is treated like a big deal. Right. The, like, they've given them $100 worth of free money. But it's free money for that game, where that economy's, that you know, that game's economy has no bearing on the real world. No. They can just, like, everybody gets this amount of money. Doesn't bother us. No. You'll still buy more coins anyway. Yeah. Like, why are people praising Niantic for that? That I think that this whole debacle and the whole thing of, like, yes, we enjoy the game. Yes, we enjoy the license more mm-hmm. than anything else. We don't enjoy the fact that this is, in terms of a game development... Yeah. Fairly regressive, taking features out that people loved. Like, remember the first week when we had tracking? Yes. That was a fun time. That really was. Remember when we had sites popping up that tracked um, Pokemon spawns for you? Yes. Put them to that, didn't they? Yes, they did. Now we have gym trackers so we can track where the raids are. Oh, it's not going to be long until those go. Oh, down, no, that's going to go very bad very quickly. It's almost like the, the Niantic are very much against their own community. And, yeah. and GoFest was no better example of just misunderstanding your audience yeah and really just being behind the times and this is what i worry is that they're still reeling like i said they've had to cancel all those european ones they put a bit of a band-aid on where it seems like major cities which again is vague are going to be getting rare pokemon again quite vague does that mean that we're going to be seeing like say instead of you know your geodudes and your ladybirds we'll be getting like puppetars and gyaradoses and and stuff of that caliber popping up or is it an extension of the Safari Zone feature? Where all of a sudden tomorrow I'll be walking through Birmingham and a Kangaskhan will turn up? We don't know. They've been vague about it to the nth degree, which is bad. If you're trying to apologise, don't then be fucking vague about things. Don't say, oh, some cities in the Europe might get some rare Pokemon. That means nothing. That means literally nothing. You've got to be more substantiated than that to in when you're trying to apologise for something. Exactly. And I worry then that they will think, right, the last time we had people on their backs, when the first, when, you know, the popularity died off and we were dealing with just a, a we, we knew our core community, and they were grumbling about the trade, and they were grumbling about PvV, grumbling about gyms, and then we released the second generation Pokemon, and everyone went quiet again because we just given them a load more Pokemon. I worry they will use Gen 3 as another Band-Aid. They won't, they will take this hit, but they then won't go, okay, we can delay whatever plans we have for Generation 3, we're going to stop all these theme weeks for a while, we're going to just really knuckle down, get PvV and get trading. Two very, very core pieces of Pokemon lore that need to be in this game for it to be an authentic Pokemon experience. Get that shit done and then do Generation 3. Because then you can say, right, now we have a complete game that works, which again shouldn't take a fucking year to do, but then then you can treat it like World of Warcraft. 
the core game has not changed with that game for fucking 15 years at this point, but everyone's still excited when the expansion packs come out. That's the way they need to do it, but I just get the feeling from their track record, that's not a thing. They'll make a few small changes, they've done that consistently, but it's still fundamentally a broken game. It's barely a game, that's Exactly, the it's not really much of what, I use it as a walking simulator. I walk to and from work, and that is the only time I play Pokemon Go, Yeah, exclusively. I don't want to play it past that because there's no fucking point. There's no fun to be had anymore. And I think I genuinely do think once these legendary birds are gone, I might not even do that in the morning. I might wait until Generation 3 comes or another major uh, um, update comes because it's just not fucking worth it. I've got most of the Pokemon I need. The ones I need are not going to catch up with any amount of frequency that I can you know, get them realistically. So, fuck them. The only way they're going to get a message is if people start dropping off the planet. And th- we thought that was what would happen, though. When yeah. the, when the mass, when everybody stopped, when it stopped being a fad, when people took off the game, it was like, okay, I remember the, ge- the Gen 1 Pokemon and I captured my favourite one of those. I don't need to play the game anymore. Yep. Or when kids who went back to school, oh, I don't have much time to play Pokemon Go. That's not happening. Oh, look, fidget spinners are a thing now. Like, they treated it like a fad. Yeah. The core Pokemon audience, they're the ones who are still here. They're the ones who are annoyed by what happened at GoFest and are affected by, you know, constant error messages plaguing the raids. Yep. Not being able to fight the Articuno or even worse, fighting the Articuno only to get kicked out as soon as it goes down and you don't get an opportunity to catch that Pokemon. In the grand scheme of things, that's all trivial. It's like, oh, you don't get the, the, you know, the digital bird. Well done. You don't get that. But Niantic have made serious bank off this. Mm. People clearly care about... Ooh, sorry. Spinning on the table there, Michael. Yes, you do. He's very enunciated. I um, do apologise. People clearly care about this game. People clearly care about the licence and have done for the past 20 years. Yes. I'm worried more than anything that this is going to undo some of that good grace. Mm-hmm. That this is going to become... That, that's, it's still fun. I mean, I'm still wearing my Go Plus. I still wear this everywhere yep. I go. I try and rack up my miles so I can get buddy candies for Pokemon that don't appear often. I'm looking at you, Ampharos. Oh, God, yeah. I've only, se- I've only seen two Mareeps. It's not happening. It's crazy. Um, so something needs to be done because people are going to start getting frustrated when essentially the only way you can complete your game is to, like me, buy a brand new phone that means it won't crash as often, Yeah. to completely drain your phone's worth of data so that you can always be connected, and then somehow magically get the money... To fly out to different countries to go and catch the one Pokemon you're missing. Yeah. The game is thoroughly broken and flawed and people are only playing it because Pikachu's on the cover. Yeah. So where do you go from here? Exactly. And that's something they really need to figure out sharp is because I do think the end will come very quickly if they don't start putting their finger out. Because again, it's not what we're asking for the Earth. They haven't got to reinvent the wheel here. We're not asking for a massive graphical upgrade. We're not asking for 20 billion more Pokestops. The infrastructure that's there already is fine. It's just it's lacking a lot of things. What isn't broke does not need fixing. But there's just a lot of things. There's not a lot of stuff there to fix. There's a lot of stuff just to put in there in the goddamn first place. That's what they need to do. And hopefully they will do, Magal. I want then we to. can have another episode of Gotta Cast Them All before we play Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yay! Here's the thing, though. I really enjoyed this. Um, yes! And I, th- I think it's, I think it's definitely a format that can work for another show. Absolutely. Um, which is why I-, I guess it's the best time to announce it, since we've already talked about that we were going to start doing this, uh, and then we failed to do that. 
Yes. Uh, but we are actually definitely starting up this style of show, and we're going to bring it to a brand new show in the interim whilst Pokemon is not our main focus, mm-hmm. because we do enjoy video games, and there's a lot to be said about video games in the current state. I mean... I've been playing through Crash Bandicoot, and I want to talk about yes. about you know nostalgia and video games and how we remember them and mm-hmm. updating modern stuff. There's more to be said about uh, like marketplaces and currencies and stuff like that, stuff that's affecting video games right now, which we don't have a show for. Plus, we also want a video game show so that we can do video game reviews, Always which nice. have been very few and far between on this channel, despite the fact we both play a lot of video games. Yeah. So, yeah, this is going to be a line of the sand. As you might have noticed, this one is shorter than our usual podcast length. We're hoping to make these more punchy, more consumable in just a quick commute to work. Uh, and, yeah, video games is going to be the kind of um, fulcrum for us doing all of this stuff. So, hopefully you enjoy this. If you have any thoughts on the... Uh, the formatting, the topics you would like us to discuss, or anything like that, do get in touch with us via all of their usual means. Yes. Sorry, Darren. Sorry to... I know that was the perfect That's line such in. a plug, Michael! But we've not told them what the show's called. Oh, Christ, that would help. Yeah, wouldn't it? So we'll be launching a bit of sweet, our video game podcast, this month. Because um, all of their show titles must be melancholic. Yes. Melancholic and pun-worthy. Yay! That, that's the most British thing. It is British as Dunkirk, which is a review you can go listen to oh, right that's now. that's better. He's got it back. Thank you. He's got it back. What <laughs> a maggle. So, of course, you can go and follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram, at, at that Mike Owen. Um, or you can go follow the site, which is under the username Fowlent, that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T, on your social media of choice. Please go listen to our podcast on YouTube as Podcast. Podcasts. A podcast. Right? <laughs> no, okay. You can go listen to it on YouTube now, because uh, we're on there. Um, po- previous podcasts are going up during the week, new podcasts at the end of the week. That's the plan. We'll see what happens. Darren. You can follow me on Twitter at The Goodridge. You can also follow me on Instagram at DazzleTheG. As we said, we have got a Dunkirk podcast that we've just recorded. Uh, we're still hoping to get a plan to the eighth one done. We've just recently had a Spider-Man one uh, for Spider-Man Homecoming as well. Other new podcast ideas are in the pipeline, everybody. Get very yeah. excited for oh, that. Oh, this is going to be a fun month. Oh, God, yes. We're going to make a few changes around here and hopefully you like them uh, and hopefully you'll stick around and see all the other stuff we do thank you very much for listening uh, to the God of Gaston I'm sure you've all missed Michael's great impersonation of the 90s theme tune at the start of this episode <laughs> so let's all listen to it again shall we bye everybody bye, bye. bye.